Hello there, you're very welcome to Purple Psychology Podcast. You're here with Melanie Hoskin and of course, as always, Dr. Nisha O'Reilly. Hello. Hi, Nisha. Um, today we're talking about adult children in marriage separations. Yes. Now, most um, when we think of uh, marriages breaking up, we think of small kids, we think of... You know, responsible parents getting them around the table and talking about this and explaining it to kids. And but with adult children, this it, is so much more complicated. Yeah, I mean, they they've actually um, gone 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 the through the channel of adulthood with their parents, and I suppose they they don't have a reliance on their parents the way small children would be terrified with their parents and, and so connected that way. How does it affect? Um, um, adult children? Well, I think there's a few different things that happen, mm. right? Um, quite often, because there is a marriage separation, it probably hasn't been brilliant the whole way. Quite a lot of people have stayed together for the children when they're younger, mm. but that doesn't mean that there hasn't been a lot of issues mm. over the years and they haven't seen a lot of toxic behaviour and so on. And so it, it's quite interesting too, because then you watch people generationally copy those patterns of behaviour and quite often end up in difficult marriages themselves and so mm. on. Um, and they recreate a lot of the circumstances that they grew up with. So that's one part of the, the baggage that happens here. The next part of it is, is as a result of that, more than likely the kids have sided with one parent or the other, right? And then the next part of it that's difficult is because they are adults and they have an opinion, then they start interfering. Um, and they start having... Um, a viewpoint on what should be happening and it will usually back up one parent or the other. The whole part here is that the children are not actually part of the marriage and they're certainly not when they've grown up and they've left and really when they're young children they still shouldn't be part of the marriage. Mm. There's, you, there's two adults that have a role in your life and they might have slightly different roles to play for you and they'll have slightly different personalities and you may understand one better than the other or you might be more aligned with one or you might be more drawn to one or and you really can't interfere in an adult relationship you know it, it's it's not your place to kind of wade in and i think a lot of the time they lack the the judgment um to step back and let the adults deal with it and to not really have an opinion like you can you can offer support, you can come together if there's financial support needed for one person or they need space away or they need somewhere to stay or they need to be encouraged to reconnect with their friends or they need to be encouraged um, to go back to work and, and given the confidence maybe to go back to go back into the workplace where they haven't been in it for a number of years or um, those sort of proactive things. Yes, you can encourage somebody to do that and it's almost like what you do for a friend you know, sitting around talking in the coffee shop or the pub and how you'd encourage a friend. Mm. Um, and, and those are very constructive things to do. But what you can't do is go and camp out in the middle of it and try to sort of referee between and put one person in the red corner and one person in the blue corner. That just doesn't work. And that's what an awful lot of kids try to do of these families because they have a huge responsibility and some personalities more than others will take on responsibility because they're just some personalities do that and they feel responsible for everything they carry around any guilt they feel that they have to go in there into the middle of the arena and decide how to decide what the outcomes are and mm -hmm. and and they don't always let the process roll out so the process might be that there's another huge argument and one person leaves and one person stays 
that may go on for a few days or weeks or whatever. The person may have to go back to the home environment where they both adults meet up again and either try to talk things out or decide what they're going to do next. It may be then that they both go and live in separate places. That may be a, a trial thing that they try to do to see how they get on. Because mm. especially when, when adults have been married for a long time, mm. they, they, they do miss each other and they do have a codependency on each other. So they may decide that they like being apart or that they don't. And that's without somebody having another partner in the mix or whatever going on on the sidelines. And... Um, and then they have a certain amount of financial things to sort out um, mm. in, in the separation of that or property or whatever it is mm. um, and those circumstances. And as I said, one person m- might find themselves going back into the workplace, but maybe that's a very good thing for them, for that to happen for them mm. because it gives them a self-esteem again. So, you know, you, that's a long drawn out process that you've got to stand back and let happen and let those people communicate. And okay, they may not be brilliant at communicating with each other, and they might do it by screaming mm. at each other, but they have to do that. Mm. And, and you can't go and stick, in the, stick your head in the middle of it. So, so in terms of children, and bearing in mind, there may be a, um, a, a dysfunctional past attached to, to um, this relationship, which would create a dysfunctional... Um, 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 reaction to the breakup and also misplaced uh, behaviours based on lack of boundaries. So you, you might have one parent as well um, trying to get the kids on side, trying to create, you know, uh, people fall out of love at different times. Hmm. So somebody's going to be more enthusiastic uh, in a lot of cases about leaving a relationship than, than, than the other party. Well, there's always so, one person who leaves and one person who's left. Hmm. So where, where do children, like, uh, you know, well, sure, it's up to, it's whether up to them. they're adults or not, not, if they haven't had training in, in terms of boundaries... Uh, it's going to be really difficult for them then. They might be seeking approval from that one parent that is trying to get support from them. Like, there's surely an awful lot tied into that. Well, there's a huge amount tied into it, Mm. which is why they really have to step back and think. Mm. Um, And and they really have to. And they're all too often, they encourage, you know, maybe the parents to go Mm. for counselling and they don't necessarily go for counselling themselves. Mm. They don't recognise that they need somebody external to talk to. Mm. Um, about mm. this and that they need to process what's happening yeah. um, and and the other part of this that we'll kind of roll in which is related it can be related but it can also be different you can still have parents together and have the same difficulty mm. N- not everybody is lucky enough to get on with their parents like I, I get on brilliantly with mine and the last episode that we're going to record is going to be on unconditional love interestingly and mm. um, and the importance of that. What happens if you have a parent that you have a personality that you don't get on with? Or that um, the personality sometimes can be too similar and you kind of clash? Or how do you deal with the fact that you don't feel that a parent did something for you in a certain way? And this interestingly goes back to the out of balance one in life. So if you're out of balance in your life, it's quite common for you to seek validation externally. And quite often people seek validation from their parents. That's the first kind of protocol Hmm. for them. And not all parents will validate you. Um, And if you haven't had a good relationship with them along the way, 
they're not necessarily going to validate you in the way that you want to. Mm-hmm. And maybe you've sort of carried baggage over the years of all the things they haven't said or that they weren't enthusiastic for you or maybe they didn't come to that school play or maybe they didn't come to your graduation because they were away working. And There can be all these little milestones that people carry along the way. And so how do you, how do you change that? And for me, um, what I always say to people is that you have to decide who the person is and what they're capable of giving you. You have to meet them on that level. You have to have that expectation of the person. You can't change somebody. Mm. So that's who they are. So you either put up with who they are um, and them having that expectation of them and keep them in your life, or you don't. That doesn't mean that people have to treat you badly. You are the one that determines how people treat you. So you put yourself on a pedestal and you rise yourself up to a level and you expect other people to rise up to that level with you. And people always do. You get from people what you expect of them. So especially when when there is a marriage separation going on, it's very important for you to decide who that person is, leave all the baggage behind of all the milestones you feel that they didn't achieve for you or whatever you feel that they've done wrong. Put yourself up to a level that you want that person to come up to and to know you on and then engage with the person on that level and not to have an over expectation of trying to change them into somebody else that they're not. Hmm. But they're not suddenly going to start talking about emotions or suddenly praising you for your promotion or whatever it is or suddenly um, expressing interest in their grandchildren if they're not a kid's person, or whatever it is that you expect from people. So I think it's really important the expectation that you have from somebody. Mm. Mm. And I think it's really important when when people do separate, when kids are younger, that they don't badmouth the, the partner, but that they also set a realistic expectation of what that role that that, that person can have in their kid's life too. And is that important um, when the children are adults as well? It's equally important. Mm. Like, like our parents and, and their link to us are fundamentally important. And if people haven't had a good relationship with their parents, that always gets carried along. And if somebody is very toxic and very negative and they can't rise up to teach you on a certain level, if they're, if they're always going to to make you feel really bad about yourself or they're always going to be abusive to you or they're always going to put you down or they're always it's up to you to decide how much contact you have and how much you let them do that to you so okay so that's a completely different that's, kind a, of, that's a completely different yeah. dynamic yeah um, but in most realistic ways you can decide the level that someone can know you on so children children have to have decisions to make adult children because, like, an awful lot of people will just say, you know, suck it up and get on with it. You're an adult, <laughs> you know. But an awful lot of children, adult children, must be crushed when they uh, find out that their parents are going to separate. Like, it must be difficult to... to like, I would have never experienced that. Uh, but um, surely people people who, who... But it also depends on the reasons why, why, why they're crushed. Are they crushed because the, what, what is everyone going to think in the locality? You know, oh, what's everyone going to say? Um, how, maybe, how, maybe, how are the rest of the family going to react? Well, maybe um, they might be crushed because they have a mother or father who who is crushed because their their other parent had an affair. Yes, you know, and 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 and, and that and that that one happens as well. Mm. But similarly, as an adult, you can sort of say, well, if it was me 
And if my relationship had run its course, and maybe it's not the best way to set up a new relationship, but you met somebody else, it wouldn't be what I would encourage someone to do to set up Mm -hmm. a new relationship. But similarly, I think an awful lot of adult children have an unrealistic expectation for their parents to stay together and to be in an unhappy marriage. And for one of them who desperately does want to leave and maybe wants to start again. So it would be common for adult children, the very same as it would be for children, yeah, uh, to to try try and fix it. Yeah, and it's it's not your place to fix mm. it. Mm. Um, and it gets so much more complicated when you're an adult and you have views on it, and your views are are wrapped up in this sort of cauldron full of mixtures of things that have mm. gone over on over the years, rather than you stepping out of it and looking at it objectively, how you would look at it with your friends. Like if mm. one of your best friends was going out with somebody and they met somebody better that they wanted to go out with and it was a better relationship, you'd probably encourage them to do it. Mm. Mm. You wouldn't tell them to know to stay with the one that you don't like and that isn't working for you. So why should you tell your parents? Well, you would discourage that. Yeah, and And so why why should you tell your parents to do that? Yeah, yeah. So what would you say to to children of... um, adult children of parents who are in the process of separating or... Step out, get some objectivity, don't get in the middle of it. Okay, what would you say to parents of adult children? Take responsibility for your actions and don't use just one person to disseminate the information you've got it's up to you to communicate what's happening with everybody don't don't just use one person to do that and like when you have adults don't play games (laughs) but when you have adult children um and your spouse is just after having an affair or just after doing something you know (laughs) created a gambling debt or and i'm not just gearing this towards men women do that too yeah um it's kind of hard not to kind of just give your side to the kids when you when you actually well, don't maybe, even like the other person that's kind of walking away, you know? Well, you know, so there's maybe, there's, there's you know, I, I always, one of the things I think I encourage people that have worked with me is that they learn how to press pause. Mm. So maybe press pause, deal with it, and then mm. decide what you're telling people. Yeah. Or maybe it's up to the person who's done the things wrong to tell everybody. Mm. Um, but... You know, there there is a sense of everybody needs to sort of take responsibility for their bit, own their bit of life, and step back and give everybody space. Yeah. And decide how to communicate things. Yeah. And when to communicate them. Yeah. Okay. Dr. Nisha O'Reilly, thank you very much. Thank you. Talk to you again.